Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hi, everybody. Hello. We are here to talk about Minute 49. In this minute, Rose describes her anxiety. So... We start out with Rose, you know, yesterday ended with her mentioning, um, you know, she's just a, a, a little rich girl. Uh, and she says, you know, what what does she know about misery? And I all I could think of is how funny it would have been if Kathy Bates as Molly Brown just sort of walked by, <laughs> like in the background or something. We talking misery? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then Jack... Or James Conn is in the background and flinches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. His legs are, like, tied down. Um, So Jack, in his charming self, says, "What?" he goes, no, 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 not at all. What could happen to this girl to make her think she had no way out? Mm. I'm going to give you credit, Jack. Good line. Good line. Not what I would have said. Oh, well... Joe, I know that's because I because I don't have a good line. I'd just Mm. be like, "Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking." It's too bad we don't. You would have just stared at the floor. (laughs) Well, yeah, I would have stared vaguely over her left or right shoulder, and said, "Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking." Yeah, no eye contact. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're right. Relationship expert Jamie certainly would have lied. (laughs) We know that he would have sent her a Star Wars gif. (laughs) My God. So, um, my poor, my and she poor sort son, of... Jamie. <laughs> Joe, you all right? I'm just worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably have him back pretty soon to just make sure everything's yeah. okay. Proof of life check. <laughs> um, so, you know, so she sort of kind of digs into the why. She mentions it's everything, the whole world, the inertia uh, of her life. Yeah, it sounds um, awful. <laughs> The inertia of my life is for me a contender for worst line. Not not a winner, but a, it's up there. It I mean it sounds so awkward. Also, like listen, I know money doesn't doesn't, you know, cure all problems, but like I part of me is like you are f- sailing f- first class. I guess not sailing. You're on a ship going first class to America on this like the most luxurious thing men have ever built moving object men have ever built you just got this giant 56 carat diamond the nurse of her life well to be fair it'd be really tough to solve this problem she would have to say i don't want to marry you and then she would have to go and make her own life and not depend on other people and I know that's much more difficult back then for a, a you know a woman, and it'd be tough now even. But I mean, still, if she's uh, if she's so miserable that she's suicidal, <laughs> this entire conversation is absolutely non absolute nonsense. Well, to also be fair, we do learn later that a lot of the reason she's doing this is for her mom. Yes, I know, but the. <laughs> 
the, the, I, actually, this is where the suicide thing undercuts the the writing and the character's development. If she's just unhappy, that's totally understandable and and relate like well I almost said relatable like I'm feeling that right now but I just mean like everyone's felt that way at some point in their life just they feel like they they're not in control of it and it's moving in a direction that you're not happy with and you have to correct course if she had not just tried to leap off of the titanic into the frigid sea to kill herself this would just be a very normal human moment but we know that she's so unhappy that she wants to die <laughs> Now this just seems ridiculous that she doesn't just run away. I I actually agree with you, Joe. I feel Oh, like actually, I actually agree with you, Joe. Good point, Like, Joe. it's a surprise. Well, we've had a rough week here on Titanic Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like... I agree. If 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 the suicide scene's not in here, you have this. You have the the rich girl kind of confiding in the steerage poor guy to be like, "Hey, I'm really unhappy with things, and this is why." And I think it would really hit home. But you're right because it's James Cameron, and it it couldn't have been that subtle. It's like, well, she's so unhappy, she tries to jump off the boat, and uh, I. I mean, we've we've already discussed how we would have had Jack. And uh, and Rose meet before. I'm still on board about uh, Jack and Fabrizio are working the dishes <laughs> <laughs> in the dining area. Tinder. At, at the uh, breakfast buffet, Fabrizio spills, uh, uh, drops the ham off of her plate. <laughs> well, Fabrizio gets in trouble because he just keeps serving everyone spaghetti. <laughs> Mamma oh, mia! <laughs> Oh, some more meat sauce uh, for the beautiful woman right here. There should be. So, I hope. Don't, why are you putting, <laughs> Alfred? Why are you putting? Why are you putting marinara sauce on my eggs? There should be. Oh, a good. There should have been a gag where Fabrizio just keeps putting like random things into a pot and just turns into spaghetti somehow. <laughs> it's like a he, spaghetti. Like you know, his you see should, like his chicken head keep poking and up celery. Pipes. <laughs> uh. And Jack, and, and so she's telling the story, and I, 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 I've seen this movie quite a few times, and I never realized until, not even the first time I watched this minute, but a few times in, that the reason he brings up her ring is because she holds out her hand for him to see it. Yeah. Yeah, why does she do that? Well, because she's talking about the everything. Inertia, the inertia, everything. Yeah. It's very awkwardly done. I'm Yeah. As usual, I'm blaming James Cameron because I don't. I'm sure Kate Winslow was like, I don't know why I'm waving my hand at him, and I'm sure James Cameron didn't know either. It, well, the the thing with the scene that screwed up is the editing. It, it cuts in really awkward moments and into kind of odd angles, continuity wise, and it has to be to avoid the rocks in the background. Probably. Oh, yeah, you because might be right. this the, if you if you go back and watch this minute closely, the editing is bizarre. The angles that they cut to and the timing of the cuts are extremely strange for well, just like a normal conversation like this. Because they're standing still mostly during this minute. So there's no reason to for it to be this complicated. So it they're, should they're, just be simple over-the-shoulder shots and one master. Yeah, so exactly. This this is a, a situation where I think it would have actually been helpful when she put her hand out if we saw a close-up of her hand with the ring on it. Maybe that's just because I'm a like a, an idiot that never notices like 
wedding no, ring. No, you're right. Ring. No, but that's... And it been, why didn't she just put her hand on the railing and then he sees it there? Yeah. So number number one, it's awkward that she puts her hand out. And number two, the audience, like, see, don't tell. That's yeah. the number one rule is that you shouldn't have to be explaining. He says, oh, you would have went straight to the bottom. Like, well, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Yeah, I agree. I I, I, I was very confused by it. And I, and I had just originally thought he was just perceptive and noticed her ring. It was like, whoa, look at that. You'd sink to the bottom. And it wasn't until like a few times watching this, I was like, oh, she literally holds her hand out to show him the ring. Um. And so she mentions the 500 invitations in, in all all of Philadelphia society. So now we get to the sequence that um, Jack, or sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet wanted a fight to have, which is him asking her, do you love him? And that was a sequence that, that Cameron did not want. And so you mentioned the editing, Joe. I wonder if it goes back to what we talked about earlier James Cameron literally rewrote this the day of. And, like, this isn't just any scene. This was a scene that they used when they screen tested stuff. So, like, this scene was, like, written and, like, ready to go, and they probably really knew it. And then the day of, Cameron rewrites it. And I just wonder if that's partly why we have sort of, like, some strange editing going on. And why she I, – I don't understand why she finds that rude, given the context yeah, of this conversation. Yeah, she just spent – she just spent like a minute or two talking about how awful everything is. And he's like, do you love him? Like, what kind of question is that? It's like, it's a well, pretty logical question. So the initially point is to show that she's, the, that she's not fully stepping out of that world, that she, she still has one foot back in it. So she's not willing to go all the way with Jack yet and just totally abandon it. But it's just very awkwardly done. I also like so initially I sort of agreed with you like what's wrong with asking that but the other part of me is like have you ever asked anyone that like that's a yes. pretty bold question to ask someone you know that you've you know I just bad but still like to sort of even if they sort of unload this to be like oh do you even love the person you're with he didn't that, say it like that well do you love he him? Said, do you love him he said in a very like I thought neutral pretty or matter of fact like given the tone of the conversation yeah but I, think, pretty... I disagree with you i think it's totally normal and i have asked that to like someone you met that day it was your wife well yes. you could apply that it could apply that it was molly you could apply yes. that same logic to to her like why is she dumping all this on someone that she's met that day so I, the whole point of this is that they're like fall in love on first sight you can't yeah. normal rules don't apply but I, I think you're right that it is sort of Rose showing that she's not really like it's one thing to sort of like have a nice conversation and unload on the poor guy, but it's another thing to kind of say say you know d deny the uh, luxury of the life she's currently in. Manic pixie dream poor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> manic pixie dream poor. Uh, so this, but this this do you love him scene was a thing that that Leo and and Kate wanted and and Cameron absolutely did not want this in the scene. And, why and do do we know why? I don't know why. It's it's actually Kate Winslet on the commentary talking about it, and she mentions this is the other thing I love. She mentions that Leo did a ton of research about the Titanic, so he was like, you know, uh, what what can I learn about it? And he read that people in the steerage class would just hang off the decks shooting at dolphins. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 
and he wanted some of that stuff in the movie. Like he was like, this shouldn't be so like, you know, this should be a little rougher on the edges. And, yeah. And and, that, I, and I like Leo's style. <laughs> I don't want to see that, but I agree. Like you're either going to be realistic or you're not. So. I, Leo's pussy posse has for sure gone dolphin hunting, right? <laughs> Just him and to- and uh, what's his the Spider Man Toby Maguire? They yeah. for sure have just gotten drunk and hung over a boat with a shotgun. No, they tried to have sex with the dolphins. <laughs> what? <laughs> we might. Nah, we can keep that. No, you, you know that there's people that claim to have done that, right? No, I'm sh- I'm sure there are. I'll let I'll let the listeners find out for themselves. Let about Caroline that. do have, some research. Have fun, on that. Caroline. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I mean I mean so the the dark part is like you know I guess that was like her her story to point out like all the rough stuff you wanted and the idea of him saying do you love him and her like being hesitant to answer it was sort of what they meant because I think from their point of view, it shouldn't have been automatic. Like they, he shouldn't just save her. And then immediately she's like, Oh, you're the, you're the one that I want now. And I think this was their way to sort of be like, well, maybe he should ask her if she loves him and she denies it. And we sort of get this back and forth a little bit. Um, Well, she should have just like looked at him and gave him like a dirty look and then like took a step away or something like that. That would have had the same effect. I can understand like hearing that question out loud being phrased to you like kind of snapping you out of it and making you really think about what you're doing. I mean, no one's ever asked her that, right? I mean, who would have ever asked her that? Yeah. I mean, it's a very yeah, bold question and yeah, I'm sure none of her aristocrat friends would ever think to ask that. Except maybe Molly Brown. Except Molly Brown. Cause she's new money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the guys. That's all I really have for this minute. I don't do, know. Do you, if- do you think what she's really worried about is that the wedding will end up, being on a day when the Eagles and the Steelers are playing each other <laughs> and the two society groups will be mad at each other. Oh, I never realized that because she's, she's Philadelphia and he's Pittsburgh. Oh, maybe, maybe. So, and does just that so mean- if people are going to start tweeting at us like, oh, the Eagles didn't exist yet, idiot. I don't care. <laughs> well, but this is joke. a fair question. And maybe they did exist. I don't know and I don't care. The the wedding the wedding was in Philadelphia. Are we to assume not Pittsburgh? Um, well, well, he's he's a Pittsburgh steel tycoon, and she mentions Philadelphia society. So I think so. That's probably where she's from. But yeah, I, I would imagine that her family friends could afford to travel to Pittsburgh for this wedding if it was there. <laughs> yeah. All right. The only other thing I had is that. I feel like this dialogue, the do you love him stuff, isn't that from Jerry Maguire? Did James Cameron just rip that off? Like, I feel like there's a scene with uh, Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr. that kind mm-hmm, of mirrors this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is. I'm trying to think of, like, the time you work. So, so Jerry Maguire is 96. Yeah. So I guess it does predate this, but not by much. I want to see the uh, lawsuit. I want to see a Cameron Crowe, James Cameron <laughs> lawsuit. I want them to and broadcast that on television. Tom Cruise case. can harness the, the power of the Sea Org. <laughs> Get their lawyers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, should, we, should we shut this one down? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All Is right. James Cameron a Scientologist? 
It seems like he should be. Mm, I've seen nothing about it. I feel like if he yeah. was, we would know. Like we would, we would learn that av- maybe he's a secret one. And av- his whole his whole avatar thing is to convert us all eventually. I mean, it would explain why he just keeps having Fox give him money for Avatar, despite everyone's best judgment. I mean, we say best judgment, but like that movie is the number one movie of all time. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, again, I think Joe's mentioned this. He very well could prove us wrong again. But four sequels and like half a billion dollars at. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, listen. Maybe time will make a fool of me again. When has betting against James Cameron ever worked out? Yeah, fair. Don't oh, bet well, against God. JC. That's well, what I ask, grew up. Ask, ask his wives. In a, uh, let me just say, and we don't need to go into it farther. In a brief internet search, James Cameron Scientologist, I have found some website addresses i don't even understand (laughs) and some very dark things so uh, let me tell the listeners out there there's no need to look this up caroline does though um listeners you love us you know it go go to itunes give us review go to we don't love ourselves (laughs) yes that's why we need you listeners um titanicminute.com slash survey let us know it's anonymous, <laughs> if that makes a difference. I love is, how it con- <laughs> is it confidential? Yes, it's confidential like- and anonymous. We <laughs> feel like Barry Egan and Punch Truck Love. Is it, conf- <laughs> is it confidential? <laughs> we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, hey guys, I hope you got some drinks ready for tomorrow. Have your fridges stocked. It's happy hour Friday tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Titanic Minute. Um.